0: Hello and welcome to the forever and always podcast. I'm Katie
1: and I'm Chris and today we're actually going to be talking about
0: Communication
1: and appropriate ways to vent.
0: I think this is going to be a good topic because Actually, Chris chose this topic and I think the reason he chose it is because I vent to him all the time Like 24 7. I'll just go on Rants about random things. So maybe this is your sign that you want to talk about it with me
1: (laughs) Well, and I think it's important in a relationship to distinguish between venting and fighting.
0: That's true. There's many different ways to vent, so we'll definitely get into it. But do you have any thoughts of the day?
1: Yes, I actually do. So my thought of the day is it's okay to go back to your goals and change them to something more attainable. I know we did our dream boards and made goals at the beginning of the year, and it's coming soon to the end of the year. And there are some goals that I saw that I wrote down that, you know, they weren't like attainable for this year, at least. So I made them more attainable for this year or just toned them down. So I think that's something that people forget. They think that they failed or something, but maybe it's just something to tell you to ease back or reevaluate what your actual goals are.
0: Yeah, what was one of your goals that you realized you can't reach by the end of the year?
1: Um, One of them was my reading goals, and I thought I would read at least one more book than I did the year before, and I haven't even read half. How many? Wait,
0: how many did you read last year?
1: One for every month, so 12 books.
0: Oh, how many have you read so far this year? Six. So you just have to read six more. You could... Um...
1: I could, uh, no. No, yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, probably not. That's exactly why I brought that up, because I just put, like, I think eight or ten books, so hopefully get just a couple more under my belt.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's a good goal. I honestly haven't looked at my goals since um, we wrote them. (laughs) I don't even know, where did we write those, though? I don't know where mine are. Like, I I can't even remember what mine were, honestly. I'll have to find them somewhere, because I am interested to see, like, if I have a accomplish them without even knowing it yeah maybe probably not but <laughs> we'll see maybe my goal for 2022 is to actually like read my goals because I always every single year around new year's even you know start of the new year I always write new goals and then I never read them again until like the end of the year so <laughs> maybe that'll be my goal for next year is to actually read them But anyway, I have a thought of the day and just wanted to say that it's cold here in LA and I love it so much. The weather is freezing, which is weird because it's normally not very cold here, but I love it. It's like rainy and windy and it's just very cozy.
1: No, it's dusty and I have the sniffles, so (laughs) it's sniffle season and I sound congested because that's this time of the year here
0: (laughs) okay this is a random quote i found it says kind words do not cost much yet they accomplish much and it sounds cheesy because it is but if you see a random person and you want to compliment their shoes or their outfit or just anything about them then you definitely should do it because it's like the best feeling in the world when a random person compliments you like the other day I washed my hair, and I curled it, and it, like, looked super cute, and two people commented on it. Like, two random people were like, oh, your hair looks so pretty today, and I was like, what? That's so nice. And, you know, words don't cost a thing, but it can definitely accomplish so much for a random stranger that you see on the sidewalk or wherever you are. Just talk to strangers, compliment them, and I guess the same goes for people you know, too. It doesn't have to be a stranger.
1: (laughs) Yeah that's a good thought of the day. Thank you. So let's get into the episode and talk about venting. So we did a little bit of research and of course we used our own life experience of being in a relationship and it is true one of the reasons I brought this episode up is because Katie was has been in a venting mood. Sometimes your partner can get in a venty mood and you could take it personally. And it might not even be towards you.
0: Am I venting too much a little bit? Like kind of unloading on you? No. Okay, good. <laughs> well, I found this fact that I actually wanted to share. It's so interesting. I'm not surprised, but I was kind of surprised. So 80% of all emotionally intense conversations are started by a woman. <laughs> Which I feel like isn't surprising, but... I mean, I thought it would be maybe like 60%, but 80%?
1: That's a good ratio.
0: Do guys never like bring up conflict? Hardly ever?
1: I mean, in a relationship or just in general?
0: I mean, 80% of all emotionally intense conversations. I feel like that could mean anything.
1: As a guy, it's not like normal really to (laughs) like show emotion even or feel emotion.
0: That's true. I think... Guys are more confrontational when it comes to other guys, but I could definitely see how girls would be more confrontational when it comes to like guys and
1: girls separately. Yeah, I think the key word is emotion there. (laughs) True. But that brings up a great point. You know, when you are going to vent with your significant other, you should choose the right time to talk to them and kind of give them a heads up of where you're coming from. Always stay focused on the subject when your partner brings something out that they want to talk to you about. Don't be on your phone like messing around. Give them the respect that they want and need to be listened to, and then you can interpret it afterwards. And a great way by doing that is by reflecting and just repeating what you think your partner is saying, and just let them know that you're paying attention and ask questions and A lot of open-ended questions are good and that can kind of help them just talk it out to themselves and sometimes, at least in our relationship, sometimes Katie just needs to let it all out and just talk it out.
0: Most of the time when I vent to Chris about something, it'll be like about a project that I'm doing or something that I'm trying to figure out and usually he doesn't really say anything. I just keep talking and then... In my mind, I slowly figure out, like, the answer to my question. It's just that I need to, like, say it out loud. And, of course, you'll give great advice, and I I always take your advice, but...
1: It wasn't always like that, though. Like, it slowly built to that, because sometimes I thought Katie was just unloading on me and just almost taking it out on me, and sometimes it took time for us to just figure out how our venting styles are and how to vent to each other. And we've gotten good at that by just communicating and saying, like, oh, I just need to vent. Or, like, if Katie just comes in and she's what we like to call on a heater. And she's on a heater and she comes in and just keeps going and going. And sometimes I'm like, whoa, are you venting? Or, like, what's going on? And she's like, yes, let me just vent. And Mm -hmm. then I'll just let her go.
0: Yeah, because there's a difference between, like, taking your problems out on someone versus just, like, talking about them, you know? So it's like like Chris said, if I'm like heated about a situation and, you know, all these things are going on and I'm, it sounds not like I'm yelling at you, but I'm just like talking fast and like using my hands and I have a lot of emotion. Chris could be like, whoa, why are you coming at me like that? But it's like, oh no, I'm not directing any of this anger or anything towards you. Like I'm just talking about the situation, but it, it might seem like I'm mad at you, but I'm not. I'm just like, kind of talking to myself and you're just like there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I also think sometimes it's good to like let your partner know it's okay to vent. And there are times where Katie will come in and she's on her heater, like we talked about, and she might not even be venting and she's just angry or I could tell something's bugging her and she might unintentionally take it out on me. And sometimes you have to just entice your partner and be like, is there anything wrong? Like, do you want to talk about something? And then, boom, there you go. You avoid your partner taking that on you or being in a mood all day just because. And you know that there's something wrong. And sometimes all it takes is just to be that ear.
0: Yeah, definitely. Usually when it comes to venting, like, I'm kind of talking about situations that are happening at work or, you know, outside of our house, basically. You know, sometimes I will vent to Chris about, you know, anything like if me and you are having a fight, but usually our conversations when we're in a dispute or an argument or something are very different than like venting. When me and Chris are having an argument, we kind of like both are talking about our feelings and what's going on, but when specifically one person is venting, it's like the other person doesn't say much other than like, you know, maybe a few words like, oh, I'm sorry that happened or I'm here for you. You know, what can I do? Or they'll give like a little bit of advice. It kind of depends.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think they're similar in one way where when you we're both venting about each other to each other and venting about someone else to each other, either way, you got to listen and you just got to let your partner just let it out so that way you can get everything out on the table so there's nothing left unsaid and that way if there's any miscommunication or questions you can ask them right there especially if it's about your relationship because venting could be for your relationship or someone else so
0: what are some ways that we could improve venting like improve the way that you vent with your partner besides listening and having like an open conversation
1: I think a great way is by paying attention and looking at them and you're not distracted on your phone or doing something else that you're actually listening and you're attentive. You're not only being heard, but you know, you're being heard asking questions. So you understand the whole scope of things because you might come in and vent about work and I have no idea what your day to day work life is like, you know, <laughs> so it's yeah. like, so if you're complaining about a coworker or something I'm going to be like, so who is this person? Right? Like, what do they do? Mm-hmm. Or if you're complaining about a client, you know, just ask questions because then it right. it makes them feel heard. Mm-hmm. You're not just like letting them vent and then you have no questions. You're like, okay, great.
0: Yeah. It's like don't try and read their mind. Just ask questions and really understand what they're saying. Being direct is way better than being passive aggressive. So it's like you said earlier, if I were to come home and just be in a mood kind of and you're like, what's wrong? And then I'm just like passive aggressive towards you. It's so much better to be direct and honest and just get to the point, you know, talk about whoever you need to talk about and then just move on.
1: Another important thing is making sure you're in the right setting. So you don't want to be venting in public or venting, you know, just in not a great, I don't (laughs) don't know. There's so many. (laughs) Right. You don't want to cause a scene and you don't want to like wake your partner up from a nap and just immediately vent to them or it's their birthday or a big day and you're just like, well, I need to vent to you. Like, there's a time and a place to vent and rant. But, I mean, of course, if you're – if it's really that important, then then have that conversation and vent to your partner or whoever you have to. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, kind of know a time and place to vent.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can bring up small issues or whatever's going on. Chris and I pretty much tell each other everything, so – It's like if it was your birthday and, I don't know, the cake guy messed up your cake or something, I would tell you and we would probably laugh about it and then like be upset or whatever. But yeah, there's definitely a difference between like unloading on your partner and just kind of turning it and making it about you. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And I think venting is just so important because all of us have had that time where they say what they're thinking. And when you say it out loud, you realize how stupid it is, or like, the weight is lifted off of it. You know, there's plenty of times where you have even vented to me. And you're like, that sounds stupid as I say it. But that's just how I feel. And that's okay to feel that way and say that because that's normal.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's important to get your your thoughts and feelings out there, especially with your partner, because that's how you're you're going to grow with each other and learn more about each other. And just like Chris mentioned earlier, we're at the point in our relationship where when I'm venting, he just knows that I just need to like talk it out with somebody and then I'm good to go. But if you're in the beginning stages of your relationship and somebody is just like, going off about something you might look at them and be you might get the ick you know you're like why is this person complaining like this is just i'm not into this they're complaining they're dumping all this stuff on me that i just can't really emotionally handle either and i don't know it can kind of seem like a lot so it's definitely good to maybe prep the vent session or whatever with like oh this this has been going on it's really been bothering me like i want to talk to you about it But now we're at the point where Chris will pick me up and I'll jump in the car and just like start going off. And then he's like, okay, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's really important because everyone gets in those points of their relationship. And not to say that maybe it's a bad thing, but you get into a point of a relationship where you're like, oh, man, my partner's just complaining all the time or, you know, Hmm. you get into that point, especially early on in a relationship. But it might just be because your partner's comfortable with you and they're venting and they don't even know they're doing so. Establish that early on. Because I know early on, I'm one for ranting and just getting in my moods and going on rants and saying what I feel like. And Katie, she slowly learned to just let me go and then I'll finish. And she's just like, all right, are you done? And I'm like, I'm done. So (laughs) it's just like getting to know your partner and getting to know how they vent and a lot of, like, not taking it personal.
0: It's funny you mentioned, like, that we were talking about complaining because I was just thinking about when we were in Yosemite and we were doing this, like, extremely hard, long hike. Everybody else was having fun and I was, like, I didn't want to be doing it anymore and I just kept complaining the whole time. And then I, it, like, dawned on me that I was complaining. Like, I didn't even realize. I was just, you know, like, oh, we should go back. Like, you know, I was just making up random stuff because that's kind of what, what like was keeping me going almost because it was just a way of like releasing my emotions and then I said something again and I was like oh my gosh guys I'm so sorry I've actually been complaining this whole time and you guys were just laughing you're like yeah <laughs> and I was like sorry I didn't even realize but sometimes it's just a way to like get your feelings out you know And it's like the hike was amazing. I'm obviously glad I was there, but it was just more challenging for me than you guys that are like so fit and active and hike all the time. (laughs) So it's like to you guys, I was probably, it seemed like I was complaining so much when in reality it was just me like talking out loud and kind of like hyping myself up in a weird way, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that just goes to show that knowing how. Your partner or your friend vents is important because you can just like shrug it off or think whatever you might think, but just listening and either letting it come in one ear or out the other, or just listening to let them know you understand what they're coming from.
0: Everybody has such different ways of expressing themselves and talking about what's going on. Like a lot of people will just keep their emotions bottled and they don't tell anybody or say anything about their life. And then a lot of people are like me and they just spill everything all at once so you know you kind of have to figure out how your friends and family are and if you realize that you do have friends that are more reserved make sure you check in on those people more because they might be holding things back that they that they want to get out
1: yeah that's true but regardless it's important to vent so you don't bottle things up and it's important to know how to be someone that can be vented too. So just always make sure you listen and be attentive when someone really is trying to vent to you mm-hmm. and make sure it's an appropriate place and try not to get your emotions too involved. Just be someone that someone can listen to and don't try and take anything personally. And if it is a an important conversation that needs to be had with your partner and you're venting to them about maybe something that you don't like, like a pet peeve, Sometimes just saying it out loud helps and letting your partner know that maybe they hate something that you do. It'll help you like not do it or be more conscious of it without taking it personally, right?
0: Yeah, or maybe you could just do it back and see if they hate it too. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But I don't know. It depends how confrontational you are though too, because I feel like in some situations like that, like if I, if there was something you were doing that was bothering me, I would literally just be like, Chris, stop. But for other people, I feel like they need to sit down and have like a full conversation about it. And that's okay if like you and your partner are opposite in that way. Like if they really want to sit down and have a serious conversation about something going on, then like you have to let them talk about it without interrupting and being like, oh, this is stupid or I don't understand. Maybe you're the type of person that doesn't want this big conversation, but if that's their way of you know getting their feelings out then you have to obviously listen and don't diminish their feelings
1: yeah and like katie said like our relationship is a lot different where our venting we just get it right out of the way and say if we don't like something or not so we always try to communicate openly but a lot of other people might not see it that way and they might need just whole vent sessions where they release all of what they've been penting up inside so that's okay too
0: yeah, and that's definitely changed for us over the years. Like, when we were first dating, we had more serious conversations where we would sit in a quiet spot and, like, talk about things. But now it's, it's like, so casual. We can just bring something up to each other and be like, oh, that bothers me. And then Chris will be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and then that's it, you know? But I feel like depending on what stage you're at in your relationship, that could play a factor in the way that you vent or the way that you bring up an issue.
1: Yeah. And the reason the biggest tip is making sure you're actually listening and you just let your partner know they're heard and ask them questions to make sure you know what they're talking about is like the biggest thing. And of course, you know, we learned the hard way. We got in plenty of fights at the beginning of our relationships where I didn't want to even hear Katie vent because I thought she was just complaining or I thought I don't want to have that type of conversation because it's a hard conversation, right? Mm -hmm. But it's important to just have them and then try and figure it out even though it might be rough because it just gets easier the more you have those conversations.
0: I totally agree.
1: But yeah, always remember when you're venting to your partner that there's a time and a place to always listen, to be attentive and make sure they know that you're actually listening to them. Ask questions and let them be heard yeah so that's good
0: advice chris
1: those are the best tips i could give you <laughs> and we hope that helps your yeah. relationships with your significant other or with even your family your friends, with your family. friends
0: with anybody that you've been to right thank yeah. you guys for listening we'll see you next time bye, bye.